0: All right, all right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the King's Council Podcast. I'm your host, Riley Meek, and you guys have got me solo today. I've had some guests on the last couple weeks. You got to hear from Caleb Spittler. You got to hear from Christian Edwards last week Uh, and what we're doing there with America First News, uh, which is our... our, um, uh, news station, essentially news broadcast of our, our larger network, A Family Network. Stay tuned. If you guys don't know, I mean, listen to that episode. If you if you don't know what we've got, been doing a little bit behind the scenes here uh, over the last few months, um, what God has really been orchestrating together, as you guys know, one of the things that, that we talk a lot about within the King's Council is that we have no right to to complain about what we tolerate in our lives, right? No matter what that is. And just, if you just think about that, like, what is it that you're tolerating in your life? What is that? And if, if, it, if we can sit here and we can go down a rabbit hole and start to complain about all these different things, even just, you know, superficial things. Uh, but if we're tolerating it, we don't have any right to complain about it. Right. And, and you don't get to just be a victim because you want to be a victim about it. You you can choose to do something about it. Right. And that's one of the things that that we've coached on within the King's Council. As you guys know, we're, we are a kingdom entrepreneurship, uh, a coaching company, but also we're here for a discipleship. And, and ultimately, like, how do we do this thing called life, um, as entrepreneurs, right? As we're, we're undertaking this thing of life. How do we do this? Uh, and how do we play full out, but also, uh, take on this role of entrepreneur, um, and, and, and do it responsibly, right? And so one of the things that we've done, uh, Scott Thomas and I, we've invested into a family network, which is the uh, uh, a media company, right? And we are going to make a difference, we're going to put out incredible content uh, for, you know, not just news, but we're talking television shows, movies, kids cartoons, uh, bringing the uh, the family back together which I, I believe this the media whether it's social media or just broadcast the original broadcast media has ultimately become very very narrow casted and and caused a lot of division within the home and so we're gonna do something about it that's what we're doing and so if you haven't again if you didn't listen to last week's episode I'm gonna encourage you guys to go take a listen to that um, as Christian Edwards is the new president of AFN a family network and uh uh, just super, super excited about what God is doing there. But that's not what we're talking about today. Guys, I wanted to do this episode today uh, mainly because of just what, what's what been going on in my personal life. Um, and and I, I just think that, you know, if, if I have some thoughts, if I have some questions, maybe even just in within my faith, right? And, and let, I hope I can be real with you guys uh, on this is that like, hey, as as we do this thing uh, uh, called life, again, it's there are times where we can maybe question some things, right? And I, I've I've actually have have kind of gone through that a little bit. Now, I mean, it's it's been an incredible journey from since the time I gave my life to Christ at the age of sixteen to um, somewhat of a roller coaster, uh, a lot of stupid decisions that I went through um, leading up until really the last few years uh, of of. When in which I really had made the decision to become truly submitted to Christ and understanding that difference of looking to Him just as Savior of my life, but truly as Lord of my life, um, and walking that out. But it, is, it hasn't been easy, right? And, and and you guys know if you are if you are a follower, a disciple of of Christ, you know that it isn't going to be easy. There's no promises of that. In fact there's actually promises that it's not going to be easy, right? It's like uh, you, when you face trials, like that means you're going to, right? We, but we get to choose to consider that pure joy, right? And so that all being said, though, as, as we look to the Bible as, as really the, the infallible word of God, Right as, as we look to that as our instructional manual, the playbook, you guys know I wrote a book um, based on Genesis 1 of, of this, this biblical blueprint on how to create, how God created everything. Why wouldn't we follow that blueprint? And uh, I still, though, I started just to have these thoughts and questions of like, how do I know? How do I know that the Bible is really, truly the word of God? how do I know, right? Like I can, I I can know it. Right. And I think as a lot of people just maybe, um, accept Christ as their, their savior, right. They, they, they make that decision in their life. Um, and then maybe we, we just go all in, right. Which is, you know, kind of what I've done over the last few years. But then all of a sudden it's like, okay, I'm really committed to this thing. So I want to know. And in in particular, uh, first Peter chapter three verses 15 says to always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. And when I ran across that verse, I was kind of like, okay, uh, am I prepared to, to do that because I feel like, so, you know, some of our, our testimonies are, are of that of like, maybe a radical experience or um, we just know in our knower, right. Which is for the non-believer or for somebody that hasn't experienced that I could understand why they would be like, yeah, right. Right. Or, or they're just, it's hard for them to maybe grasp that or understand that. I want to, I want to be prepared to be able to speak into their life if the time comes when the time comes, right? And and so I started then just even think like, well, okay, how do I know that the Bible is actually the is real, right? I know it's real, right? It's a book that we've read and there's it's the best-selling book of all time, but how do I know? Like, how do I because you know, this thing it's it's 2023 when I'm recording this and am I just going to accept everything that's been told to me from generation to generation to generation? Am I just going to accept that? Or what we teach a lot is to be able to think critically and understand why we think the way we think about certain things, right? And, and a lot of that, what we do within the King's Council is overcoming these uh, these mindsets that, that we've built, like these false beliefs that we've built up over time because of what culture has said or what our parents have said or what our friend group has said about us or, or to us or over us, right? And, and we have to be able to break those down. So I started to just think critically about why do I believe the Bible is the word of God? Why do I actually believe that? And that's what I want to run through with you guys here today. So I've got some notes that um, I've gone on kind of a, a little bit of a, a, I don't know if a, 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 a rabbit trail, I guess we'll call this, on on really I wanted to know, right? And you can do tons of Google searches. Um, and one, one thing that Ash and I actually subscribe to is a platform called Theos U, T H E O S U or Theos however you're going to pronounce it Theos U um, Nathan Finocchio uh, is is one of the uh, actually founders of this platform which is really cool I think there's a whole level in which you can actually get um, like accredited uh I don't even know it, like for within seminary, I guess college credits, things like that, whatever, if that was something you want to do it, not why I'm doing it. We just want to like, we want to know, we want to go deeper in our, in our relationship with each other, uh, but also within our relationship with Christ. And so this is something that we've, we've just, um, uh, subscribed to and we started to go through these and they had a course, they had that of segment basically on, um, how do I know the Bible is reliable Right, Because if you think about man, and this this is even probably an argument that it, you may have experienced, or some may even say like, oh, you Christians, like this is a book, a man written book that you're basing your life on. And as I've heard those arguments, I've started to even question it a little bit myself where I'm like, that's true. Like man did write this, right? But did God author it? Because there's a difference between a writer and an author. And I know this because I've, I've authored three books, but I didn't actually sit down and physically write most, two of them at least. Right. And, and so there's a difference and while, and so this is just part of the thing that I, that I had really the revelation, I guess, that I've had with this. And I'm going to share with you guys just some, some facts um, that I hope will be, tools in your your little tool belt, right? As you're, as you're going out there and you can be confident in your faith to know that how this thing was put together, the, the Holy Bible, how it was actually put together, um, God inspired, put together through man and, and how it has, uh, lasted and withstood incredible, uh, persecution and incredible, um, Groups against it, we'll call it. I guess uh, it's just, it's just, it's just amazing if you actually, you know, historically just dive into this. So I'm going to share a few things with you guys on this episode here. Um, if you like to take notes or just say, hey, throw this in and and uh, uh, start to remember some of these things that you can actually again use within your tool belt um, to defend. I don't even know defend. I guess is if that's the right word, but just, just to be confident for you personally. But then also as first Peter says that we can be prepared to give an answer to anyone who asks to give the reason for the hope that you have. Why do we have the hope that we have? Was it an experience, right? Which for, for me at, at 16, yeah, it was, it was pretty amazing. Right. And then, but then I wandered Terribly. Right. I'd, I'd made a ton of stupid decisions in my life. And then now coming back to this, uh, th- you know, the past three years has been radical uh, when, when going from, you know, just looking at Jesus as my savior to actually as Lord of my life, like what that actually meant. And part of this process now is, is I want to be able to defend my faith. As, as we see what's going on in the world today and the, the culture, and I mean, just the disgustingness that's taking place of, of what is being celebrated, right? Versus what is being persecuted, what is being, you know, I, I mean, yes, I, I, I just, I'm, I, w- I hope this encourages you guys here. So stick with me over the next like 10 minutes is all I'm going to go on this, um, providing you some, some facts that will ultimately hope, hopefully encourage you and strengthen your relationship with your creator based upon some of these facts. Okay, so I'm just going to kind of read off some of these notes here for you guys. So first off, who wrote the Bible Who wrote this darn thing, right? And if you can, it can be overwhelming actually if you're just, if you only have just a Bible in your hands but here's the beautiful thing, guys, it's 2023. You have no excuse to not know different translations, to, to not know the root meaning of words, it's literally at your fingertips with the internet today. Now, obviously make sure that when you, when you are just randomly Googling something, make sure it's a credible source. That's, that's actually providing you, um, the, the, the knowledge, right. Providing you the, the feedback on what you're, what you're searching out, but everything is at your fingertips. You have no excuse. Like I I could see, 100 years ago, 200 years ago, as, as people are, are trying to figure out, uh, I remember the first concordance that my buddy actually gave me. This thing is like a 30-pound like a brick, and I'm like, okay, that's overwhelming. You think a Bible is overwhelming, then you get a concordance, but now we have everything just at our fingertips, right? At our fingertips. So the only reason that you don't have the information is that you haven't spent the time looking yet. Okay, so I don't want people to feel bad on that, but you have no excuse, right? You have you have heard me say this many times, you have no right to complain about what you're tolerating in your life. And if you want to go deeper with Christ, deeper in your relationship, you've got to spend time understanding this word of God, the Bible. But how do I know what the Bible is, the word of God? So let's talk about this. Okay, who wrote the Bible? 40 different writers, over a span of 1500 years, 40 different people wrote this over a span of 1500 years. There's 66 different books. 27 of those books are actually in the new Testament. Okay. The, the Septuagint was finished before Jesus was born and the Septuagint. Just so we understand what this is, this, that is the Greek translation of the old Testament, right? So the, the old Testament, would have been written in Hebrew. And then there's the Greek translation uh, because then the new Testament was actually written in Greek. Okay. So that, that is, so th- that also is just uh, understand, like we have to look at the root meanings of some of these words uh, to, to, for us to truly understand, especially through different translations. Um, and, and there's so many different translations now that, but the, the fun thing is, again, everything is available on your laptop. Right. Everything is available from the, from the palm of your hand. You just have to spend some time digging into it. Okay. The Septuagint was finished before Jesus was born. That was the Greek translation to the old Testament. Right. Now, one thing about the Bible is that we've heard like, okay, this is a, it's a book written by man. Yes. Okay. But it was authored by God. Hey guys, if you're digging this content and you'd like to be a part of our community of kingdom entrepreneurs, then text the word KING to 727-472-3860. We host virtual and in-person get-togethers with the focus of building community to advance the kingdom through wealth creation and financial stewardship. So if you're looking for this type of tribe and the resources to do so, then step into your true calling by texting the word king to 7274723860 hear me on that a book written by man but authored by god this was this was holy spirit inspired into man for those those gentlemen to actually write this book to write the scriptures down okay this wasn't like they this thing fell from the You know, from heaven and all of a sudden, bam, we got a book. No, no, no. It was God inspired man written in the old Testament with, with all of those books. Okay. That was made up. And then ultimately the new Testament, which is, um, the 27 books. Okay. That was, that was made up again. Uh, and then together we have the Bible. Okay. The old Testament, the new Testament, everything together. So historically, I'm going to give you guys a couple facts on this, which is so crazy to me. So interesting, I guess now the dead sea scrolls. Okay. So which were only found in 1947. Okay. So think about the 1900 years, you know, almost 2000 years, uh, where they were relying on just Translation, translation to translation. But in 1947, the Dead Sea Scrolls were actually found and it contained the Old Testament manuscripts, Old Testament, excuse me, manuscripts dating a thousand years older than any other manuscripts that we actually had. And they were in 99.5% agreement. 99.5% agreement. The 0.5% differences were actually just spelling errors right or just different different variances of of uh it'd be like uh it'd be like saying uh man i love you or i love you man right just where the word was actually placed uh 0.5 percent was the only difference in that it's incredible uh the the what do i want to say just the the congruency we'll call it of of what's happened here thousands and thousands of years later that this is still just the, the just so accurate. There's no other book or books on the planet that even come close to this. Some of those that, that actually popped up when I was trying to figure out, okay, which ones actually come close to this thing. Plato's writing of the Republic, I don't even know what this was, uh, but it was written around 380 BC. The earliest copies that we have uh, were dated 980, ad which is like a 1300 year time lag from when he actually wrote it okay and there's there's a total of seven copies of the republic caesar's gallic wars again i did i was terrible at history and in school i don't even know if we they taught any of this um unfortunately i did not I cheated all through history class. So I have no understanding of what any of these even books are, but Caesar wrote the Gallic Wars, which were written around 100 to 44 BC. Okay. So the copies that we have today, they're dated a thousand years after he wrote it. The total amount of copies that we have is 10. Okay. So seven copies of Plato's writing the Republic, 10 copies of of Caesar's Gallic Wars, the new Testament, was written between 50 and 100 AD, right? Between 50 and 100 AD. And guys, listen to this. There are more than 5,000 copies, 5,366 to be exact. And all are within 50 to 225 years of the original writing. The original writing, 5,366 copies. It's like mind-blowing to me, really, When when you think about... The, the technology that they had back then or lack thereof, right? To what we have now, right? One of the things uh, Nathan Finocchio actually even made reference to in the Theosu was, you know, the biography of JFK, right? We have, we understand that that there's facts of what happened to JFK, right? We know that he was shot because uh, it's literally on film, right? It's, it's recorded. We do know those facts, but we still don't actually know well I'm sure some do right of who did it right and what actually happened but the facts are the facts right and so the facts are the facts no different from whether it's the biography of JFK to uh, what has what happened uh, as as scripture has been, has been uh, you know passed on generation generation to generation the facts are the facts and the beautiful thing is when you look at the New Testament specifically because uh, this is just a question that I had it's like how do I know that like this was wasn't written after the fact or how, it, what even makes the New Testament even like why can't I add to it right why can't you know what who I don't even know Joseph Smith right where the tablets uh, uh it, or the book apparently fell on him, right? It's like now they're adding to it, right? Scripture clearly tells us that we we cannot add to it, right? But how, like who decided that this was the New Testament, right? That like that, that's kind of what I've gotten or what I've been hung up on, I guess. Okay? So which technically this would be called the biblical canon. Okay? The the canon. So the authors of the new Testament, here's, here's what had to take place in here is that they were disciples or they were friends, like super tight friends of the disciples, right? So this would be like Paul, right? Paul technically wasn't a disciple, but he was friends of, right? Or even uh, Luke um, and Mark, right? Which is, so we have the gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Right, so they were either disciples or they were super tight friends of the disciples. And the, you know, some of the books that were actually not allowed to be in the New Testament uh, was like this was a stringent process to actually determine what was going to make it, what was not going to make it, and that was the determination of like they had to be either disciples of or or witnesses of disciples right? In order to make this happen. Because one of the, one of them that was actually not allowed was the gospel of Thomas, right? Because that was actually authored 140 AD. So he wasn't actually, it was too late, right? That, that wasn't like firsthand proof of what actually took place. So just interesting. Some of the, these facts that, that I was able to find on this, but more than even, I mean, certainly the physical facts, right? But archeologically, There are so many um, proofs of scripture, just historically, archaeologically. I'll share some of them with you guys here, which I thought was super fascinating. Um, Let me find it here. Where is it? Oh, yes, yes, yes. So in the book of Acts... In the book of Acts, Luke actually names 32 countries, 54 cities, and nine islands without error. And they have all been identified. Archaeologically, these have all been identified in all of those countries, cities, and islands that he actually named. Um, there was another one that I thought was super interesting. Okay, so John in the, the uh, talks about the pool of Bethesda, and there's five walkways leading out to this pool. And for years, scholars didn't think that the pool actually existed. But listen to this, guys. Um, 40 feet below ground, archaeologists actually found this pool complete with the five porticos, those five walkways leading to the pool, which is so awesome, exciting, and and encouraging um, as we're reading and can just, you know, know that this isn't just a history book, but what happened and took place there has, has been, uh, passed on and the, the prophecies that have actually took place from old Testament to new Testament. So spiritual evidence of this guy is over 500, or excuse me, over 50 prophecies were actually took place. So for instance, um, in the book of Isaiah, right. Lots of talk about the, the, uh, uh, virgin birth, right? The book of Isaiah, Micah, the book of Micah. So this says actually 700 years before uh, this actually took place, Micah actually named the city Bethlehem in which Jesus would be born, which is, dude, just so. Epic. Right. So, I mean, there's, there's so so many more prophecies and things that you, I could actually um, pull up or you guys should actually go do some of your own due diligence and, and take a look at this. But I just hope that this encourages you to know that the Bible is an incredible book that was written by man, but ultimately it was authored by God and understand that, that while it was written by man, it was authored by God in how it has been passed from generation to generation to generation without error, right? And and, and to have from Old Testament prophecy to what actually took place in the New Testament, to have that line up is, it's immeasurable uh, to, to actually, disprove that it that it, it didn't take place, right? So it's 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 incredible again what we have at our fingertips if we actually spend time in this book of the of the law, right? This this Bible here that we've been given, uh, it it's it's while it's given to us, it requires us to actually open it up and read it and spend time in it. And I, I know I've shared this with you guys that uh, I can read the same scripture over and over and over and over and over again. And one day it will, it will there, it'll be completely revealed to me in a different way. And that's how I know, right. I can, Emotionally, relationally, I can know it, but if I want to actually be able to, to prepare, I want to be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asked, ask you for the reason that you have hope first Peter, we can understand, we can rely on some of these facts again, that historically what has taken place for the number one written book of all time uh, for it to ha- to pass from thousands of years uh, to be backed up and ultimately even the dead scrolls then proving that there's 99.5% agreement of what we have at our fingertips. Now, there's different translations. There's different uh, words that may mean different. So we have to understand the context of what was taking place, who actually wrote it, right? While well, again, is God inspired, but there's context to understand who actually wrote this thing in that time and place, and to understand, you know, you have to put yourself in that place to understand the context and get the full scope of what is actually being said there. So, anyways, guys, I hope this encourages you to know that the Bible is an incredible tool if you use it, and uh, I would encourage you to use it on a daily basis, guys. Now, there's a lot of things going on within the King's Council, there's a lot of uh, epic Epic! I can't even express how epic some of these things that we're going to be releasing here uh, to the public in the very, very new, near future with my um, my brother in Christ, Mr. Josh Latimer, who is 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 uh, has an incredible background um, in in coaching. He's he's coached. Uh, and helped over a hundred millionaires become millionaires. Um, and he is coming on board here within the King's Council to do the same. So he's got some some incredible gifts and talents and abilities that he's coming into the community uh, to really pour into our members of, of the coaching community, right? There's the King's Council as a whole and our, our vision is to be provision, right? The number one enemy of every vision is lack of provision. I fully believe that. And, uh, if you feel called to be a part of this this provision for kingdom advancement, then I'm gonna Highly recommend you get plugged into this community. um, And you can do that by texting the word KING, K-I-N-G, to 727-472-3860. At the very least, just stay up to date of of different programs and different announcements, even events that we're going to be putting together here in the near future, of of how we can really truly advance the kingdom of heaven with our gifts, our talents, and our abilities, but how we can do that collectively by coming together as the body of, of Christ because we were not meant to do this life alone. No doubt about it. We We were meant to do this together. And the only way that we can truly advance together is by locking arms with others like-mindsetted believers that are on mission uh, for advancing the kingdom of heaven. So again, text the word KING to 727-472-3860. At the very least, join our Facebook group. Just get a part of the community here and you're gonna be up to date on all of the new things that we have coming out the gates. I love you guys and we'll see you on next week's episode. <music> Hey guys, if you're digging our content and want more, then join our community at joinkingscouncil.com or simply text the word KING to 727-472-3860. go. go, 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 go.